0: Oh, what a surprise! As soon as your man starts talking about the people attending the Labour Party conference, the internet mysteriously gets shut down. Oh, what a surprise! Just like back at Noisley Festival, when your man gets on the mic and starts having a pop at Corbin, because that's what everyone wants to hear at a music festival, whether they're off their tits on MDMA. They want to hear this drunken fucking lunatic getting on the mic and start bastard battering Corbin. And then, this morning, oh, what a surprise as soon as you start taking the piss out of the young, politically engaged Labour teenagers. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Corbinite youth, the acid Corbinite youth... Yeah, with their terrible facial hair, their misshapen hairdos, and their huge bulbous heads, the internet gets shut down. Oh dearie, dearie me, what a surprise! Uh, refresh your um, unbelievable, unfucking believable. So anyway, back to the story. A good bunch of lobos went down. Uh, myself, D, Squidge, Haley, Squiff, um, Benage, Nick Brock. We're all down there, and uh, we we were. Well, there wasn't wasn't many people in there when we when we when we got there. But then they all started filling up for lunch, and we were a few people were accosted. Uh, D was accosted by a man uh, wishing to collaborate with him because everyone was adorned in sort of threshold garb, so they thought that we were media. (laughs) <laughs> that, and in a funny sort of way we were but not in the way that they wanted <laughs> clearly um one guy came immediately up to d and demanded a collab hey let's collaborate man and d was like I, I guess yeah i've got some old unla- unfinished bits that you could that i could send you and i know that's not what i mean i don't know collaborating on some sort on, on a news story who knows who knows he just said i media i'm with the media It sounds a bit George Soros-y of yours. George Soros, you know, he has his minions. uh, They just say they're from the media, but of course it means globalists. And then uh, we were upstairs just, you know, eating or ordering uh, rubbish food. It was all right food to the table and getting, you know, getting drinks sent up to the table, as one does in Weatherspoons, ordering on the app. And then we became increasingly surrounded by... Uh, the mysterious blend of Labour Party conference attendees. Um, there was a, 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 a few people accosted us, thinking that we were from a legitimate media out, uh, out outfit. Yeah, I guess I guess we could consider us an alternative media source in a way. I don't know. And funnily, yeah, the. Um, the 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 Wetherspoons began to fill uh, with some people in Extinction Rebellion T-shirts, uh, a few people with uh, EU uh, garb, a few people with these red bags that are very strange. Uh, they're red tote bags, and they say Labour can, will stop Brexit. Um, pretty sure that half about half of the Labour supporters and a lot of Labour MPs are pro Brexit. Uh, Corbyn being one of them. Uh, so that's a bit of an odd one. Very similar, f- like font and look to the Make America Great Again hats. Bit weird. Anyway, quite a lot, and I did think it was quite sweet, and perhaps the irony might have been lost in them, that they had gone to drink in probably the most outwardly Brexiteer business in the country. I can't think of a more Brexiteering business than Wetherspoons. I, I, don't, I don't know what businesses Aaron Banks runs. Perhaps they're a little bit more. But, like, the guy who runs Weatherspoons is, like, one of the most insanely ardent Brexiteers ever. However, people can put their morals aside when it comes to cheap booze and being able to order stuff at the table through an app. Like, it's hilarious. Like, and I mean, like, a, a, a Wetherspoons not, like, the cap, evil capitalist machine. Like, that's why I drink there. And it's cheap and I, well, any morals I have aside tubby man in Extinction Rebellion t-shirt ordering himself a <laughs> cheap lager hilarious, too funny I think the humour might have been lost on them somewhat I'm not known for their sense of humour, the Labour Party anyway, Jesus Christ thank you for everyone that tuned in yesterday thank you for everyone that came along yesterday and thank you to everyone that's been you know, tuning in and making this making Threshold great again for the last year I love you all. Welcome a Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing thirties, lovey. You know, it's time to, to think about getting some ambition. Oh. Guys, gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm and on Yowchob, Yowchob. Where are YauChowbaz? Hello! I've no idea what accent that is. Don't fucking at me. Uh guys, look. Bits of news. A C T, whatever that means, uh, set to legalise possessing and growing cannabis for personal use. Oh, Australian Capital Territory. Alright, yeah, so. Part is that all of all of Australia, some of Australia, the capital territory. What does it mean? Is Australia even real? We know it's not. Why are we even bothering? Um, Australian capital territory is set to move a bold bill, a bold and brave and beautiful bill. Uh, bill through uh, the legis- legislative assembly today. The private members' bill uh, being submitted from Labor backbencher uh, Michael Peterson I guess not the Michael Peterson that pushed his wife down the stairs, but we'll carry on, would allow uh, Camberans over the age of 18 to possess and grow their own wacky-backy. The specifics of the bill would permit eligible people to have 50 grams of weed on them and to grow two plants. Lovely stuff. Uh, if the leg- legislation gets up, you can still get done by the police for possessing over 50 grams of cannabis, cultivating more plants, artificial cultivation all use by minors, driving under the influence of drugs and selling the ganja. Mr. Peterson uh, said his main goal for organising the bill is to sort out the criminal justice system for low-level drug offenders. So someone's got their head screwed on in Australia when it comes to drugs. That is is a rare treat, really. It seems like they're sort of leading the way in completely regressive drug policy. Um, Bizarre. Bizarre times. Um, what's going on here? No, not the doc. Are you insane? Right, good. There we go. Uh, i get rid of that nonsense at the bottom. That's probably just all the weird porn I've been downloading. It's fine. Who downloads porn anymore? What kind of a mad person? I need it because I get stuck offline. Okay, fair enough. Because, our, because of our drug laws, getting caught with a small amount of cannabis can ruin your life, he said. According to L. According to 7news.com.au, Labour will need the Greens to get the bill through, and the party has already given their support. Woo-hoo! Don't be fooled by the hat that I got. I'm still ready I'm still from the block. Uh, the bill has had to go through several amendments in order for it to get to this stage, and they've mainly been around preserving weed from ending up in the wrong hands. <laughs> it might be used for evil. One of the amendments included a provision uh, that would stop children getting in contact with the drug. Yeah, good luck, mate. Namely, not using it near kids, not planting seeds in community gardens. It would be interesting to see what happens on a federal level, considering those laws would still apply in some areas. How uh, how easy is it to grow weed, like, in the wild? Like, if you just took a load of ganja seeds out into your local field or park and just threw them in a hedge, like, would it grow? I mean, pfft, the ganja seed's cheap. I don't know. You know, maybe maybe people should just go out just liberally scattering seeds around the whole countryside and just see what happens. Do, they, do, do, do the plants need a lot of attention? I thought they were sort of, like, the term weed... It's been the fact that they it sort of used to naturally grow as a weed. A weed. That's why they call it doing a weed. Like, do you want to come and do a weed with me? Sure. I've done two weeds today. How many weeds have you done? I'm on four weeds currently. You know what I mean? Anyway, Instagrammer Vanny Vicious makes thousands each year selling worn undies to fan. To fan. Just to one single fan. Just basically... <laughs> probably though you know like with, with, with all of these things you have uh what would be known as the Pareto distribution or the 80-20 distribution whereby you know probably 80 percent of her revenue is from 20 percent of the fans you boil it right down there'd be like half of it would be just one dude one mega fan one mega dude you know where's me- the term mega dude from not to be confused with mega lols uh mega d- oh it's from adam and joe isn't it uh, someone who was a mega dude. Anyway, an Instagram model makes thousands each year, selling her worn underwear to fans. It's not news, really, is it? I mean, she is sort of um, just thoughtin' about, I guess. Uh, getting the undies all grubby, I would presume. Uh, it's an interesting outfit. It's that sort of Mad Max situation. Oh, all right. Okay, here's, she's got a bottom out. That's fine, you know. Right. Right. Cool. Okay, fine. Uh, Vanny Vicious, 32, has more than 616,000 followers on Instagram. She makes a living through modelling, but also makes some extra cash, flogging her pants uh, as part of an online business, where customers are able to buy knickers from after a workout, after sex, or after a full day of wear. Uh, Vanny from uh, Miami, Florida, charges up to 100 bucks a pair. Is that all? All <laughs> right. Uh, you gotta shift a lot of pants i guess you get a new pair every day don't you it's about 100 bucks a day uh, with other options including used gym socks or socks that have been worn all day who was the um there was some gamer girl recently on twitter who posted a poll of like um if i put my used gym leggings up for sale who would buy them and it was like ninety percent no. And then everyone was commenting below, like the thing is that you can actually get like new leggings, like actually really cheap now and with like next day delivery from Amazon, so I don't really see the point in buying in buying used leggings off someone. And others just like why why would you want to buy used ones? I mean, would you not give them a wash first or something? <laughs> it's like deliberately misunderstanding the point, but she got really roused up like, well, fuck off you incels. <laughs> That's so funny. Um Vanny uh, said I started doing it because my fans were asking for it a lot Yep, you know You see a gap in the market They also asked for used socks Started a couple of months ago And each pair would go from 50 to 100 bucks Depending on the activity My followers have the option to buy pennies After a workout, after sex Or after a full day's wear The heavily tattooed model Believes she's currently making Managing to shift so many garments That she earns around a grand a month It's not bad, is it? Uh, and you do the maths. That's not too shabby. 12000 extra income a year. Well done. Who did that maths for us? Jess Harneyman. Well done, Jess. Um, where are we? Fanny got her first tattoo at age 14. That's illegal, guys. She began modelling at a young age. Myspace? Yeah, yeah. 32-year-olds decided to expand her social media presence, posting several photos that have since gone viral. Speaking about her lifestyle, she said, An average day for me is mostly going to the gym. Getting work done between my modelling career and my two other businesses. And, of course, spending time with my dogs. I've always got dogs. And on a busier day, she's got a t-shirt that says Kale. Okay. Uh, she's also a black belt in Taekwondo. All right. A bit kicky, then. A little bit kicky, I would imagine. Just in general. Uh, what's she like as a person? It's a bit kicky. Okay. She's got her own fashion brand, hot Floss and Throwback Garage, specialising in affordable clothes, jewellery and swimwear for women. Uh, lovely stuff. Uh, anyway, people, you know, I've, oh God, I don't know if we can cover this sort of stuff anymore, just because it's just the same thing every time with a different girl at the other end of it. It's just a bit like Until someone starts doing something a bit more, I don't know, a bit more out there, like, I don't know, maybe running an ex- Etsy store with sort of sculptures made out of their own tod and fingernails, you can, People got to start pushing the boundaries a little bit more, like just gym-sweated knickers. <laughs> it's been done, man. It's been done. If you want to... Look. Listen, Twitch thoughts. If you want to get on Coffee and Memes, which I presume you do, because this show gets literally tens of, of listeners a day. And, pff, Jesus, the kind of, you know, the kind of thirsty jump-up boys that listen to the show, whew, they're going to be the sort to part with, again... Tens of pounds, yeah, for your you know grotty business, but you're gonna have to up your game, yeah. You're gonna have to start thinking outside of the box. What's that? Oh, you filled a condom full of your own blood and frozen it, and you can send it pre frozen now. We're in business, yeah. It's got to start getting weirder, yeah. Oh, like these, <laughs> these uh, these pants are soaked in the juices of your eye. If your eyeball just take the pant and just a little bit or stuff soaked in tears yeah cry make yourself upset over different things like these pants are going five hundred dollars each and they are soaked with the tears i cried when i started to think about climate change i watched a greta talk and i was so moved and oh, the tears they flowed look here's a video of me crying (laughs) just mopping it up with a pair of calvin klein like (laughs) knickers Until they're absolutely sodden, wringing them out and everything. Ah, oh, just you have to really I've had to hydrate I've had to drink four litres of water today because I've cried so much and I am spending all this money on electrolytes powder to put in because of my salty tears. Oh I'm weeping for the pain of the world. Buy my undies, buy my tear soaked undies, five hundred dollars, PayPal me the money. Paypal me the money That's what we're after, okay, girls? again i hate that it falls to me to have to come up with all of these ideas these schemes these you know why why, why am i coming up the ideas with the ideas for the thoughts you know they you know they're doing all right yeah they've got they've got their, their their business going you know maybe i should be you know i should be coming up with the ideas for you know single mums on benefits that sort of thing they're the people that need to need a helping hand not these bloody Not Twitch thoughts. Christ, what am I doing here? Anyway, let's play some records. Uh, We've got some nice bits, actually, here. Uh, Sicker remix of KC, uh, a track called She Runs, um, with a very deceptive intro. Uh, Temple Run uh, by Yoti. More Energy by Red Pill. Oblivion by Reaper. And Level Crusher by Tobax. Uh, Let's play this She Run bit, Sicker remix. Louder Intro. Cheers, Benage, you absolute savage. God bless you, sir. You me, you I could sell my tit-sweat-soaked tits T-shirts. I don't know what kind of lunatic would buy those. Wear the same T-shirt all week. Get those real salt deposits. Coming up at 11, your friend of mine, Power Jam, with the positive energy, two hours of the good stuff, God knows we need it, Boris lied to the Queen, he lied to the Queen, how sweet long dog looks she's sweet this is a good bit Not in love with the vocals, but good bet. Full length record as well at six and a half minutes. Imagine that. This is KC, She Runs, sicker remix, sick spelt with, sicker spelt with 2Ks, yeah, you got it? Anyway, it's about a girl doing a 5K uh, for, I don't know, like a donkey charity, something like that. Good for her, you know, good for her. Guys, uh, people are using a thing called Fesshole, which I don't know what... What's this fucking desk state? What's going on here? Oh, this is anarchy. It... What is going on? Why is it? Why would it be like that? What? I guess... You know... Right. I know they say that, you know, sometimes it just be like that. Well, I guess it is, but why? <laughs> There's... Just, uh, should we not be asking why? That's better. It's Wesley, Wesley Spliff is um, a really good wedge, I must say. Anyway, people are using Fesshole to get some very dark confessions off their chest, says unnamed Metro News reporter. It's widely accepted. Holding on to secrets is bad for your health, and any annoying do-gooder will tell you the truth makes the world a better place. Okay, uh, But what if the truth is the worst thing you've ever done? What if, say, the truth is an ill-advised sex session in the front room of your family home, which inadvertently led to your dog being put down? Uh, or perhaps you told your boss you had been mugged so you couldn't come to work, rather than confess you were, in fact, nursing the daddy of all hangovers. I'm the daddy of all hangovers. Oh, got a good bit about hangovers coming up, actually. Uh, if this sounds like you... And let's be real; it probably does, uh, my friend. You are in luck. Finally, the internet has stepped up to the plate to, and created a safe space to absolve you and your fellow cretins for all you sins, for all your sins. We needed a bloody safe space in Weatherspoons yesterday. Weatherspoons is normally my safe space, you know. And then, surrounded by the loopy left, pooh, scary times. You know, obviously, I cried. You know, I was deeply triggered. Uh, Fess Hole... This is a Twitter account. It's This is a tweet. It has 15 likes. So it's not bad, is it? it? says, I drove the cat to the forest of Dean and left it there to make a new life with the squirrels. Serves the little fucker right for shitting on my best shirt. Okay, so people are admitting to animal abuse. Great. Brilliant. That's, that's what we need. Fess Hole is a Twitter account which allows people to anonymously confess their darkest secrets through a Google form. Uh... Google knows everything about you. It, it, it knows where you're coming from. It knows who you are. There is no anonymity when Google is concerned. It, what, why would you do this? Like he's—is he, is that a crime to throw a cat into a forest? Uh, a bot then posts a confession online and lets the public decide your fate. The account was set up by Bot Supremo rob manuel the man behind clickbait bot and swear clock that reminds us how dark and depraved we all really are Uh, most importantly it provides a much-needed boost for your fragile self-esteem sure you've had your moments but this is such bollocks what's going on here have you ever masturbated onto a nun's car keys what's going on Grab a cuppa and have a read through some of the account's greatest confessions to date. Yeah, greatest. Wow, that one's got six likes. Wow, 15 likes. Four likes. Wow, these really are some of the truly great confessions on Twitter. <sighs> Fesshole. I was still living at home at the time, and I had a massive anal sex session with my girlfriend in the front room on the front room sofa while my parents were out. She shat a little bit on the sofa. And it left a stain. When I questioned when questioned by my parents, I blamed the dog, and they said they couldn't, couldn't what. They said they couldn't. Was, they said they said they, what they couldn't even, they just couldn't even. They couldn't have that, particularly as it was getting old, so they took it to the vets and had it put down. what what are they all surrounding animal abuse? Is that the theme? Is that, is that what's select funny about it? I don't know. I, don't, I guess. It's funny, sure, but is that their, their shtick? When I'm in the shower and I happen to have the runs, I sometimes do a shit right there and mash the lumps down the plug hole. I take any clogged hair out first, though. I'm not a savage. Um, I had a monster night out and had a massive hangover the next day. Rather than calling in sick, I told someone, I told the work that someone tried to mug me and I was a bit shaken up, couldn't come in. No idea why I lied, because you're a scumbag, I guess. Uh, I got curious and stuck a carrot up my arse, then panicked and thought my parents would notice the missing carrots, so returned it to the cupboard. We ate it for dinner that night. Uh, I get poo stuck up in my fingernails. Jesus, these people... Oh, God. Um, anyway, uh, I once shat in the Parmesan bin at Pizza Land while covering another branch's Christmas party. If you had a dicky tum over the Christmas period in the early 90s, after a shit Christmas due at Pizza Land, it was definitely shittier than you imagine, and I apologise unreservedly. People are fucking savages, aren't they? People are savages. My best friend wants me to fuck his wife, and I'm sorely tempted. Okay. Um, I once bought a box of fruit gums, ate. Ate them, filled the empty box with gravel, and then went back to the shop and cried till I got another box. This was in the early 80s. People are pathetic, aren't they? Sometimes I can't be bothered to use the loo, and I just wash my ass in the sink. Oh, to uh, use loo roll and wash my ass in the sink. I don't believe you. I do not be. I do not believe you. It is easier to wipe your bottom with loo roll than it is to wash your ass in the sink. Definitely. I mean, I appreciate if you had run out of loo roll. Sure. My goldfish wasn't quite dead, but I didn't want to deal with a dead body, so I flushed him down the loo. More animal abuse. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so if you want to confess any animal abuse, maybe you buggered a heron. You know, maybe you bit a camel's testicle. Maybe you ate a cat's ass. Confess it on Fesshole. Hole. Uh, the Metro implores you to do so. Uh, this one here about the flushing the goldfish, that's got one like, so that's pretty cool, isn't it? How many followers has this thing got? 4,000. Right. Great. I drank my own piss because a man in a rave club told me that it would make me come up on the E again. It doesn't. That's useful information to know. I stole a lime from Waitrose yesterday. People are pathetic. I put my back out wanking and had to have a week off work. ha how <laughs> when the wife's out I sometimes pee in the bathroom sink because it's at just the right height uh, I once used the work kitchen microwave to dry my rain soaked socks <sighs> sorry to have darkened your door with this um, I'm sorry I am sorry um, never again will I bring it up ok mum claims adopted 9 year old child was actually 22 and tried to kill her this is an interesting story. This I was sad to see that Tom Wood is reporting on it, but we'll we'll do our best, won't we? We can only do our best Um Okay. Oh, the producer of Rick and Morty has died at fifty four. Oh, that's sad. Oh. Bugger. Bugger. Mum of three who is accused of felony neglect for abandoning her adopted daughter, claims the nine-year-old Natalia is, in fact, a 22-year-old sociopath who has made several attempts to kill her. Right, there's a lot to unpack here. Let's start at the very beginning. Christine Barnett, who who has actually written books about parenting, and her then-husband, Michael, adopted Ukrainian-born Natalia. Okay, she's an operative. She is like a Ukrainian government operative. She's a spy child. Well, she's a 22-year-old spy child. Um, that's how they do business over there. She's kind of like... She's like the Ukrainian equivalent of an MK Ultra kid. You look it up. Uh, they stand accused of leaving her in a flat in Indiana in 2013 before fleeing to Canada around a week later. They were escaping from her. She's a killer. In the case... Uh, In the case against the Barnets, police claimed the pair left the adoptive daughter to look after herself for three years, despite the fact that she was only three feet tall as a result of a rare form of dwarfism that also gives her trouble walking. However, the 45-year-old mum claims that she and her family were actually victims in the case. She claims Natalia's documents are false, and she was actually 22 at the time. Um, She does look quite childlike. Yeah. Um... Oh, and they claim she threatened to stab the family in their sleep, tried to poison them with bleach, and shoved Christine towards an electric fence. Uh, There's still a lot going on here. Christine told the Daily Mail she would make statements and draw pictures saying she wanted to kill family members, roll them up in blankets, and put them in the backyard. I saw her putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, something like that in my coffee, and I asked her, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to poison you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, The media is painting me to be a child abuser, but there is no child here. Wow. Christine continued, Natalia was a woman. She had periods. She had adult teeth. She never grew a single inch, uh, which would happen even with a child with dwarfism. The Doctors all confirmed she was suffering a severe psychological illness, only diagnosed in adults. She was jumping out of moving cars. She was smearing blood on mirrors. She was doing things you could never imagine a little child doing. Oh, she's possessed by the devil. Quite Clearly. Jesus, this is demon possession. You need to get a priest. You need to get one of these Russian priests to come and throw holy water on her from a plane. Stop her wanking as well. Christine, who has previously been hailed as a great parent to her prod- prod- prodigiously intelligent autistic biological child, Jake, well, uh, said she accepted Natalia as a full member of the family. They picked Natalia up at the adoption clinic in Florida. Uh, okay, Florida. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, but didn't press authorities for why she didn't have much documentation for compassionate reasons. Then they started to notice things. Christine explained, I was giving her a bath and noticed that she had full pubic hair. I was so shocked. Uh, I had just been told that she was six years old, and it was very apparent that she wasn't. Uh, They started to suspect things weren't as they seemed. Then after their doctor performed a bone density test, it became obvious Natalia was at least 14. Natalia's mental health deteriorated to such a point that she was deemed a risk to others and placed in the psychiatric hospital. There, she allegedly confessed to being older, as, we, uh, as well as describing, with no hint of remorse, trying to kill family members. Oh, God, it's not about adopting a sociopathic dwarf, as it? It's just... It's, no, I don't want to sound callous or cold or cruel, but I'm not about that sociopathic dwarf adoption life. I appreciate they need love and support and help. I'm just saying I'm perhaps not the guy for the job, you know? I've got a lot on. I've got a cult to run, yeah? I've got a death cult to run. I've got to try and organise a mass suicide. And uh, the last thing I need is a psychopathic dwarf trying to poison me before the mass poisoning, you know what I mean? I mean, God bless them. I hope they get the help they need, but I'm, 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 not, the, I'm not that guy. The judge eventually corrected her birth year to 1989 so she could get adult care. Uh, the Barnetts uh, put her up in a flat, helped her get ID, benefits, and even offered to send her to college. However, the family moved to Canada and Natalia stayed to pose as a child again. Eventually, the police charged the pair, who divorced in 2014, with felony neglect. The judge also ordered a fresh hearing into Natalia's age after a couple asked to formally adopt her. Bad move. Uh, the Barnets have objected because they believe Natalia could, Natalia could be as old as 30 now. <sighs> Christine, Christine said, I have been cooperative the whole time. I have been truthful with people the whole time. I'm being charged by the state of Indiana for crimes against a child when the state of Indiana has determined multiple times that Natalia was an adult. Yeah, this is a plot of a good film, right? This is a good film. I would go and watch this. Who's going to play the... The, the the dwarf like obviously it'll be one of those situations where it's like a famous actress plays her that, that isn't a dwarf and there'll be outcry for it as well like it'll be like Keith Blanchard plays plays psychotic dwarf child uh, lady and then maybe Bryan Cranston's playing the dad maybe it's the mum from Malcolm in the Middle as well playing the mum could be a be a good film I think come on if someone hasn't bought the You know, produced by Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Um, Christine said, yeah, yeah, yeah. From day one, this was a mission of love. But when you bring a child into your home, you expect them to be a child. Oh, fucking psychopathic dwarf. Jesus Christ. Uh, To be accused of this is unconscionable to me. It's just horrifying. Wow. That was a wild ride of a story. That was, that was wild. I, I enjoyed all of that. I mean, bless her, hope she gets the help she needs. If she is a Ukrainian operative though, like shouldn't we I dunno, stick her in gitmo for a bit? You know, black bagger, get her in an orange jumpsuit, you know. Waterboard her a bit. You know, to see what she knows. She might have in, she might have information about what Donny T was talking to the Ukrainian Prime Minister about. Hey, eh? she might have all the answers. She might have what you need to impeach Trump. Come on, liberals! Hey, eh? stop worrying about prosecuting the mum and get that get that psychotic dwarf into Gitmo. Yeah, get the information you need out of, of, about about the conversation with Donny T and impeach impeach him. Yeah, come on. Where where's your change.org petition about that? Forget Greta. You've got a new kid on that, on the block. There's a new kid on the block. Yeah, come on! You're going to get the answers you want. <laughs> you might, you might, you might get the answers you need. You never know. Christ. Okay, let's have um, let's have this uh, red pill bit. It's it's pretty rowdy. Oh, it's already a film called Orphan. Okay, well, I'll watch that. That sounds good. Oh wow! New lad at Frisk's work told them told the office uh, yesterday that he jizzed on his own face yesterday. Wow! It's great. It's great. Just three minutes there for Red Pill. Couldn't muster up any more. Well, bless him that three minutes were good, though. I think you'll all agree. That's called More Energy by Red Pill. That's a fucking naughty bit. That's off Dreams and Circuits EP, which is on. I want to say Blackout. Yep, Blackout. See, I was right, wasn't I? Chalk that one up. It's Ten points for Uncle Rankin. Ten points for the Feathery King. Guys, German court rules that hangovers are an illness. A German court has ruled that hangovers are an illness, as suspected by anyone nursing an extremely sore head on a Sunday morning off for a few too many bombs the night before. Oh, Jess Hardy, man, you know how to party. That's right. Next time your parents try and downplay how you're feeling when you're hurting, hurling your guts up in the toilet, uh, you finally have something official to come back at them with. Self-inflicted, it still may be, but at least you're not. uh, It's not just a hangover anymore. I'm actually ill. You can tell your dad feebly, uh, but assertably from beneath your dovet. A ruling came after the manufacturer of an anti-hangover drink was taken to court in Frankfurt, having been accused of making illegal health claims about its shots and drink powders. Uh, the court defined illnesses as even small or temporary disruptions to the normal state or normal activity of the body and said companies selling food and drink products could not market themselves as cures for hangover related symptoms like tiredness, nausea, and headaches. Nausea. The Supreme Court The Supreme Regional Court's ruling said information about a food product cannot ascribe any properties for preventing, treating, or healing a human illness, or give the impression of such a property. It added, by an illness, one should understand, even small or temporary disruptions to the normal state or normal activity of the body. Right, so if they want to make the cure a hangover claims, what does that mean? It technically has to be a pharmaceutical. So you got to get it FDA approved, or whatever the pharmaceutical governing body in Germany is, or wherever, whatever fucking godforsaken buttfuck backcountry you live in. Um, of course, the ruling comes at a time when Germans are busy guzzling down the good stuff as part of October festivities which are currently underway until the 6th of October. Look at them there, having a good old time with some big beer steins and some busty raven-haired wenches. No doubt many of the revellers will be feeling the effects afterwards, but Dr. Louisa Draper, medical director at Zava, told Lab Bible there are many ways to help fend off a hangover. This is a pathetic, absolutely pathetic list of things uh, to help fend off a hangover. Um, keep track of how much you're drinking and how strong each drink is yeah okay yeah I'll do that yeah three deep at four o'clock in the morning in the volks I'll just keep track of the fucking alcohol by volume of each drink I have I'll write it down in the book shall I yeah have you got an app I can note it all down in pathetic choose clear spirits like vodka or gin over red wine or dark spirits like rum The latter contains substances called uh, congeners, which are thought to worsen hangover symptoms. Fuck you, don't tell me what to drink. Drink at a pace that's comfortable to you. If I drank at the pace that is comfortable for me, I would be on the floor within an hour. I drink so fast that it's an issue. That's the problem. I need to drink it, but but that's the comfortable way. (laughs) Because, you know, I need to escape from the crippling pain of reality, yeah? So the comfortable way to do that is to drink really, really very quickly. Um, What you should say there, what's her name? Louisa Draper, is try and come to terms with the crippling pain of reality. That will mean you won't have to drink so fast. Uh, Stay hydrated, whatever. Keep drinking water both between drinks and at the end of the night. It helps dilute alcohol in your stomach. Uh, eating is not cheating. Eat a meal before drinking, including carbohydrates, so you're not drinking on an empty stomach, uh, which increases the likelihood of vomiting or diarrhoea. Uh, this is the only this is the only helpful advice here. Eat, eat a lot, eat so much that you're not really that you you don't have the volume in your stomach to be able to sling all those delicious pints of nut brown ale down your fat neck, down your fat bearded neck, like I do fat stupid idiotic bearded neck yeah take your fedora off set it down ruffle the hair of your neck beard and start slinging that nut brown ale down there like you're taking a one-way trip into oblivion however if it's too late for prevention or you're simply just feeling too daft and reckless to take the advice on board latter uh after your bno you can I don't know, what's a bno Uh, you can also catch up on rest to help ease the tiredness after a poor night's sleep how much of a cunt do you think i am lad bible like if you're tired perhaps consider taking a rest if you're thirsty why not consider some water and top up with plenty of water to prevent any further dehydration (laughs) He's <laughs> like, right, look, okay, I appreciate that I am a cunt. That's not really up... That's not an issue. We're talking about level of cuntiness here. Like, how, how bad do you think the issue is? That if I'm thirsty, I wouldn't consider drinking some water while hungover. No, I want a miracle cure. I, I, if you told me a sh- one shot of the blood of an infant would cure a hangover, I would have a farm of children of infants in tanks, yeah? With tubes coming out of them, yeah? Taking out little shots. Oh, hangover, gone. Sell the rest to Zuckerberg. Sell the rest to the Clintons, yeah? There's going to be a lot of people clucking for the blood of infants. Now Epstein's off the table. You know what I mean? It's gap in the market there. S- simple supply and demand, you know? Sell the, re- re- sell the rest to the billionaire globalist elites, use, you know, a little bit of Percy's, save a bit of Percy's, yeah, curing hangovers, I'm just saying, just saying, guys, just saying, how long is this one? Not that long, okay, this looks like fun, Um, a man, husband fakes his own death to prove his wife hired hitman to kill him, why are they doing videos that are literally just like image films with text over them there he is anyway he's look he's made it look like he's taken a bullet to the head um i, I don't know how stupid his wife is but if she thinks that that's what someone who's been shot in the head uh, looks like uh well for news for you buddy makes a lot more damage than that a man has explained how he faked his own death to prove his wife had hired a hitman to murder him uh, Roman Souza from Houston, Texas, worked with detectives and a close friend in 2015 after officers re- realized that his wife Maria was planning to have him killed. An acquaintance of the couple, known as Mondo, uh, had contacted police officers in Texas and said that Ms. Souza had asked him to find someone to murder her husband. The couple met in 2007 and were going through a contentious divorce by 2015. Those moments when I first heard that Lulu wanted to have me killed were surreal. Mr. Souza told The Sun. Uh, the words kind of hung in the air for a split second when I began, began to process the message. The words fell into my brain one by one. An undercover police officer arranged to meet Ms. Souza in a car park in 2000, J- July 2015. She offered the man two grand uh, and her husband's truck. Yeah, right, so you get, uh, once you've offered him, you can have his truck. Nice, is it a nice truck? You know? could be, and her husband's truck to have Roman Souza murdered. The 45 year old was worried about her income and if her husband were to divorce her, according to ESPN. Getting it from some weird sources here. Mr. Souza, aware of his wife's plan, was forced to carry on as normal. It hit me that I still have to live under the same roof with the person planning to have me murdered. Fuck. As I slept with the enemy with one eye open all the while trying to act as normal as possible so Lulu would continue with her plan. Keep in mind, that was the only way we could catch her in the act. I mean, she did ask a policeman to kill you. To further incriminate his wife, the Texas Rager staged photographs appearing, uh, featuring an apparently dead Mr. Sousa lying in the grave. Mr. Sousa's face was painted to give the impression that he'd been shot in the head. The pictures to this day reflect one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life, he said, trying to lie in that hole without pissing myself laughing. Ha 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 ha, the dumb bitch was going to believe this. Ha, ridiculous. An undercover police officer posing as a hitman later showed Ms. Souza the photographs. She reportedly smiled and shook his hand. <whistles> Dang, I bet there are some details left out of this about like what an absolute cunt he was. Because I mean, <laughs> I don't know, maybe like, you know, you look at the John Wayne Bobbitt thing with the uh, with his wife cutting his knob off and throwing it in a hedge, and you're like, "Whoa, you crazy bitch!" And you find out what he was doing to her, and you're like, yeah, I guess there's only so much of that you can take. Hmm. Um, Detectives in uniform later approached Mrs. Sousa and questioned the 45-year-old about her husband's whereabouts, arresting her after she denied knowing where he was. (laughs) Sorry. She was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Dang, after pleading guilty to a charge of second-degree felony solicitation of murder. The couple have since divorced, and Mr. Sousa has now written a book about the ordeal. Well, not sure I'm trying to make, make a pound note out of the experience... That's a bit of fun, isn't it? Guys, listen, yeah. Power Gen coming up in three minutes on Threshold.fm. If you're listening on YouTube, please switch over, change the channels to Threshold.fm. Yeah, yeah. And catch Power Gen with the positive energy, with the positive news, um, with just all manner of goodness, wholesome goodness, uh, family friendly. I don't know if it's family-friendly. Everything on this station is technically family-friendly. depend if you if your family is fucked up enough. Okay? Just think about that. Guys, thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. Thank you to everyone that's been donating through the Super Chat on YouTube. Fine, fine people. Um, without you, I would not be able to do this. I would not be able to pay the bills. Uh, I love you very much. Uh, if you want to support on the Patreon, you can get your name on the VIP list right out at the end of every show. Uh, Go to threshold.fm, go to donate and all the information you could ever require on the subject is there. Um, and join the ranks of Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. Michael Kazitzki, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Joan Van Thunderback, Mike Pyle, Lilian Sub Richard Franks, Thomas Ultra, Ryder, John and the BDR crew, Bitter Bashford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, James Parry, handed by Tendo, Lady Squinton, Lynn, the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with no STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Side Superior, base, Chris Breaks the Bill, Chris for the DJ and Jeremy Faxis, Matt Ryan. Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Colin Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmas, L Tech, Willet, Ben Virgo, Den Tweed, Lupus Lazar, Big Watch, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lashmir, Benish, Draymond Rocher, Timid, John Forsythe, Anderson, Pearson, Godlight, MC Hammer Daddy, Your Mum, and Leonardo <laughs> Guys, tune in for Power Gen. And also, at 8 o'clock tonight, brand new Gold Top Radio. All up in your bitch. All over your face. Like a fucking teenager's load. late teens, alright? Don't at me. Guys, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning for more Coffee and Memes. There'll be Rankin's Records tomorrow. There'll be all manner of goodness. There'll be a new Constrict Incidental Sonics tomorrow. The fucking app might... I might be out next week. I'm crossing fingers and toes, but it's basically done. All right. Just got to fill it out, get it in the, in the app store. Guys, look, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Tune in for Power Gen. God bless you.